0: reasonable Dems are killing progressivism, why radicalism is the only viable possibility going forward. There has been a semi-violent uprising of late in this huge 100,000 plus members Bernie Sanders group. It has a radical sounding name right now because one of its radical, now deposed, admins hijacked the group and changed the name without asking the permission of its more reasonable group owner and his reasonable cronies. Apparently, Facebook will not allow them to restore the original name for 30 days. No, of course I'm not smiling. Full disclosure, I too was in on the coup attempt, and I too am now deposed. I am a radical and an unabashed advocate for radical solutions to the problems now facing the world. I do not advocate for fiddling around the edges of our exploitative system, a la Elizabeth Warren. Surprisingly, the group cohesion was not destroyed because of a schism between full-blown, comfy, neoliberal-type admins and radical Bernie bro-types, more than half of which are female and or other marginalized categories of people, the Battle Royale, it's been two days now, happened because of the reasonable-sounding Bernie-supporting admins who began to grow alarmed when the majority of the rank and file began to make it clear that they were not going to vote for corporate sock puppet-slash-rapist Biden in November. No matter what reasonable arguments were offered, and when these reasonable admins began to assert that the radicals in the group, at least they want us to think we're radical, should grow up and see reason. One of them had the audacity today in the comments section of a previous video to tell me it was illegal to call Joe Biden a rapist. I wonder if it's illegal to call him a fascist. I hope he watches this video. I can picture the little veins popping out on his forehead. It makes me happy, but I'm not smiling. As they reasonably laid out their reasonable-sounding arguments about why Trump is worse than Hitler and why no reasonable person could do anything other than vote for Biden in November, some of the radical admins decided to blow shit up. I was one of them. As outlined in the following YouTube clips, the most outspoken Biden apologist admins, rape apologists, are David Bullock and John Stevenson, They have grown increasingly histrionic in equating the Donald Trump regime to full-blown Nazism. To save time, I'll let you watch the clips below. And as always, I'll link to the stories I'm reading to you in the information section below this video. An even more reasonable admin, Christopher Chase, has been trying to mend the fences between the Biden apologists and the Bernie or Busters. He makes it clear that he doesn't like Biden, but Trump obviously must be resisted, and can't we all just stick together anyway? He says some reasonable-sounding things about Biden supporters. He says, Dear Biden supporters, if Joe's campaign doesn't implode before November, as Gary Hart and John Edwards did, you are going to need our help to win. So stop with the gaslighting, blaming, and bullshit. Indeed. Be honest. (laughs) They're not going to do that stop with the manipulation and lies admit the corporate aligned policies of the democratic party have been an absolute failure dedicate yourselves to sincerely helping the american people if you do biden might beat trump biden isn't even going to campaign so he's not going to beat trump if not he will surely lose if they're in on the game they don't even care if he loses we could help you win you blue dog democrats win But if you want our help, you need to ask for it respectfully. Millions of us are independents. We don't even belong to your party. November's outcome is up to you. All your election outcomes have been on you. Own it. Take responsibility. Stop the blame game. Your Bernie brothers and sisters. All this presupposes that the insiders, the DNC insiders, actually want to win. This is what i said in the group that we formed yesterday burn the dnc the struggle continues revenge of the grassroots operatives we're up to 148 members in two days i was so enamored of all the all-cap typing i've been reading lately that i decided to try it mark my words biden won't even campaign against trump his objective has been achieved he can rest content his only job was to keep sanders out Don't wait for the switcheroo. They won't try it unless there is absolutely zero chance that Sanders would try to become the nominee in Biden's place. The point of all the vote-shaming and fundraising is not to help Biden defeat Trump. They don't even intend to really campaign against Trump. Hillary, if you notice, didn't really campaign against Trump either. She didn't even go to Wisconsin. The reason for the vote shaming is to keep the left flank in check going forward so that they don't get any bright ideas that they can have any real influence. The money will go into the pockets of people like David Brock and Neera Tandon. Nothing will fundamentally change. Count on it. If we want change, then we will need to participate in strikes and protests. We'll never get it via the Democratic Party. There is no democracy, at least not yet. So that was in response to Christopher Chase, who's trying to sound especially reasonable. But what I say when I see people become especially reasonable, I say that's how a skillful sheepdog works. He plays both sides against the middle and probably is not even aware that he's doing so. He, like Seth Abramson, is a type of meta-modernist. He believes that everyone can win. Such thinking is attractive and dangerous. I have arguments with myself about it. Yes, it's naive, metamodernism is naive, but it's also possible that it may someday work out the way metamodernists want it to work out. To sum it up cynically, I'd say that metamodernists believe that we can have our cake and eat it too. They believe that there is room for everyone, including psychopaths, at the table. And I'm talking about the capitalists. I'm talking about those that Kate Johnstone would say are lacking in empathy the people who run the DNC, the people who run the CIA, the people who run Obama world and the Clinton machine, and all of the plutocrats. In some ways, I think that FDR was a meta-modernist because he left the plutocrats in power. He seemed to think that we could all coexist, even the plutocrats. I, on the other hand, believe that psychopaths and sociopaths should be eradicated. These empathy-challenged people have been running our world forever and it's time they were removed from the field of play. I don't acknowledge their right to continue to run the show. I'm talking about Bezos all the way down to the least of his sycophant fans. FDR left the plutocrats in charge after World War II, and it turned out to be a big mistake. He appeased the socialists and the communists by negotiating with the plutocrats for some worker relief, but he failed to strip the plutocrats of their power. This picture speaks volumes. In these difficult times, some cuts may be necessary. For those listening on podcasts, it's a picture of a guillotine. The unvarnished truth is that workers are slaves right now. Slavery has been sugar-coated by capitalism until we can't see it for what it is. The metamodernists don't really suffer, so they don't see it clearly. They don't feel it palpably. They, like Elizabeth Warren, just want to make adjustments and make capitalism a less egregious form of slavery, whereas those who feel the actual whips and chains want to burn it all down. In that regard, the reasonable people have probably done more harm, often without knowing it, than the villains at the top. What we have here is opposition, in quotes, leaders urging the rebels to engage in more modest forms of rebellion. Most union leaders are notorious and excellent examples of this type of behavior. Some of these leaders are paid exorbitant sums to engage in such wholesome activity. Gabriel Riquetti, Count of Mirabeau, has nothing on them. David Brock and his astroturfing ilk surpass even the most nefarious controlled opposition leaders of history. But even they are probably doing less harm than some of the group owners and admins of some of the biggest Bernie Sanders Facebook and Reddit gathering places. If you in your social media circles are growing weary of the controlled opposition types of vote-shaming groupthink you are increasingly seeing, join this Facebook group for a refreshing alternative. In this group, you will be able to rehash the sordid tale of our recent coup attempt and join us in licking our wounds, mostly the wounds from having to endure Bernie's urging us to support and vote for war criminals and rapists. Trigger warning, We advocate crippling labor strikes and Occupy type protests. Hope to see you there.